Happy Monday, everybody. My name is Brandon Rosa, and welcome to the first episode of the Xbox in 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. Every Monday, this Xbox podcast will cover new game releases, the previous week's Xbox gaming news, and we will all learn an Xbox-related fun fact together. This show is on podcast services around the world, so please subscribe on your favorite and leave a review. Xboxin10.com, no numbers, is your quick source for links to all of our podcast destinations and social media profiles, which you can follow at Xboxin10. Alright, let's talk new game releases. Coming to Game Pass this past week, you can now play Metal Gear Survive, The Banner Saga, Void Bastards, Dead by Daylight, and Outer Wilds. I myself am looking forward to checking out Void Bastards. It's from some ex-Bioshock team members, and it has this futuristic comic book art style. It's a single-player, first-person roguelike, and I'm really looking forward to seeing it on Game Pass because, hey, it's quote-unquote free with my membership. It seems with E3 coming up this weekend, no one wanted to release any of their major games, but on June 4th, you can pick up The Elder Scrolls Online elsewhere, probably butchered that name, at MotoGP19 on June 6th. If you have a Game Pass membership, though, you can play Full Metal Furies on June 6th, as well as The Banner Saga 2 and Superhot. If you haven't checked out Superhot yet, please do. I highly recommend it. I first played it in VR, but then I went and played it on Xbox just to see how it was, and it still holds up as a great game. Even though E3 is this coming weekend, there were some major news stories, so let's get started with the nine we have to go over this week. Number one, the long-rumored Call of Duty Modern Warfare reboot has officially been revealed and will be launching on October 25th. This is especially exciting for me as someone who loved and grew up on Modern Warfare and Modern Warfare 2. Seeing them reboot the franchise, coming back with a single player campaign being built on a new engine which would make it look and feel new, a free season pass, and crossplay between console and PC. Now Fortnite and Rocket League really got the conversation of crossplay started, which was something that video gamers have wanted for a long time. I want to be able to play with friends on PlayStation on PC. I don't want there to be that barrier, and Activision, with Call of Duty, which is one of, if not the biggest video game franchises in the world, now enabling crossplay, all other industry video game developers and publishers have got to develop with crossplay in mind. This is a huge win for gamers because we are really coming to a head with this being the standard for all video games, and I do believe in the next few years that video games will start to be reviewed lower if they do not have crossplay. Number two, and most exciting next to that Modern Warfare reboot for me is Marvel's Avengers, which will be officially revealed at Square Enix's E3 press conference on Monday, June 10th. And some early gameplay details have supposedly been leaked, which details some hero customization and single multiplayer. I'm definitely hoping that Crystal Dynamics nails this. I loved their Tomb Raider reboot, and I'm really excited to finally see this game, and I'm hoping we get some gameplay. Number three, Phil Spencer, our lord and savior of the Xbox brand, has tweeted, Just finishing our final E3 rehearsal here with the team in Redmond. Feel really good about the briefing. Lots to show. We have 14 Xbox Game Studios in the show this year. More first-party games than we've ever had in the show. Fun times, hashtag Xbox E3. Now, as that number 14 gets my hype levels even higher for E3, I have tempered my expectations as when you go through each studio, we do know a lot of what we're already going to see. We're going to see Halo Infinite, we're going to see Gears 5, Ori in the Will of the Wisps. Obsidian, who is now a first-party studio, is launching The Outer Worlds this year, but it's not a first-party Xbox exclusive in that it's only coming to Xbox. We're going to see it on PlayStation, but I 
do still think that Phil is counting that in his tweet of 14. What I'm really hoping is that we get some surprises like the long rumored reveal of Fable in development by Playground, or top of my list, something new from Ninja Theory. I really loved Hellblade. It was one of the most different and engaging gaming experiences I've ever had. Number four, for those who have enjoyed Crackdown 3, a game I never checked out just because of all the reviews. It was something I was really hoping was going to be good. I enjoyed the first one, but after all that development to not come out and nail it was disappointing from an Xbox fan. But they're launching the Crackdown 3 Extra Edition, which has some big updates for Campaign and Wrecking Zone. So if you're interested in that, you should go check it out. Number five, announced this week, Supermarket Shriek is coming to Game Pass this summer. Now, if you don't know what Supermarket Shriek is, please finish the episode first and go watch a trailer. It is this kart racing through grocery stores game with blood and gore where you're racing with a goat in your cart and another player can make the cart go faster by screaming into a headset. Really bizarre, really interesting take on a game. Go check it out. Number six, June's Games with Gold have been announced and on Xbox One starting June 1st, you can redeem NHL 19 until the 30th. From June 16th to July 15th, you can redeem Rivals of Aether. On Xbox 360, Portal, still alive edition from June 1st to 15th. And from June 16th to the 30th, Earth Defense Force 2017. Number seven, Bioware has finally revealed some details about Anthem's upcoming Cataclysm event, which was originally delayed at the end of April. They have revealed that it's going to be an eight-week event, with the first two weeks being pre-events, three new missions, a new area being the Cataclysm, and new systems involving scoring, inversions, and leaderboards. Obviously, there's going to be some new powers and rewards, but for me personally, someone who got Anthem at launch, none of this excites me. I played it, you know, I was really engaged in the story, I loved the gameplay, but none of my friends picked it up. They saw all the bad press about it, and a lot of it was justified. Now, I know they fixed a lot of the system since I played it at launch, like being able to equip items on the fly and going straight into the forge, but even news like this just does not get me to want to go back and play Anthem. Maybe something they could do in the future, but I really don't know what it is. I really don't foresee a world where I go back and play Anthem, and it's disappointing as someone who loves Bioware and Bioware games. Number 8. Ahead of EA's plans on Saturday for E3, Respawn and Apex Legends have revealed a little bit of details about their Season 2 Battle Pass, and a limited time event starting on Tuesday called The Legendary Hunt. In The Legendary Hunt, they're revealing a new game mode called the Apex Elite Queue, which, for me, is very exciting to get back in and try. In this queue, if you make it to the top 5 in any match, you earn your way into a special queue of other top 5 winners. But in order to continue playing in this, you have to keep placing in the top 5. I think this just makes sense in the battle royale genre, and I really feel like others are going to copy this mode. And Respawn has outlined 5 coming improvements to the battle pass for Season 2, which are as followed. Level up via daily and weekly challenges. The time to battle pass level 100 should be significantly reduced. 3 additional legendary skins added to the rewards track. 3 entirely new content categories categories to replace badge and stat tracker rewards, and you'll earn enough crafting material rewards from the full reward track to craft a legendary item or whatever your heart desires. And number 9 to close out the news for this past week, Xbox has announced Xbox Game Pass for PC. Now I know this is mainly a console podcast, but I wanted to throw this in there as it does highlight Microsoft's focus and dedication to the Xbox Game Pass brand, which I really believe in five years from now, we're going to look back as one of the biggest news systems services in gaming they did start the netflix of gaming with xbox game pass everyone likes to say playstation now but sony never fully marketed that right 
Microsoft has been pushing Xbox Game Pass, they've been delivering great games, and the key difference between Xbox Game Pass and PlayStation Now is that all of Xbox Game Studios, all of their first party games, release now day and date into Xbox Game Pass. So for all you PC nerds out there, I do game on PC sometimes. Enjoy Xbox Game Pass, it's a great deal and they've already announced 100 plus high quality PC games from over 75 content partners. To close out this first episode, the first Xbox fun fact. Do you know why the logo and branding on Xbox are green? Well, according to Seamus Blackley, who is credited with giving Microsoft the idea to design a home console, it was the only color that the designer Horace Luke had available after all of his nice marker pens were stolen, and according to him, it was the green that nobody wanted. Crazy to think that a color associated with a brand and a logo for over 10 years is that way because it was the last marker pen he had left. Well, thank you all for listening to the first episode of the Xbox Intent Podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. If you like the show, please subscribe on your favorite podcast service, share it with your friends, and follow on all the social media at Xbox Intent. This past week, I haven't had too much time to game, but I did finish Life is Strange 2 Episode 3, still very much enjoying that, and I've been cheating on my Xbox by replaying Resident Evil on the Nintendo Switch, which launched just a short time ago. I love Resident Evil, one of my favorite franchises. Every time they release it on whatever console, I gotta play it. But I'm looking forward to checking out Void Bastards, as I mentioned earlier in the episode. My name is Brandon Rosa. You can follow me on Xbox at Rosa93. I hope you all have a great week and keep on gaming.